Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. I'm Britton. And I'm so preoccupied with whether or not I could, I didn't stop to think if I should. And that's how this podcast happened. I mean, I'm Alex. (laughs) (laughs) That was nice. Okay, and uh, this week we are talking about Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. And uh, just like the dinosaurs, I'm back. I know we briefly read off your your little bit about Jupiter ascending last time, mm. but would you like to tell the audience what you thought of it? I mean, I feel like I really did kind of sum it up. It's just bad. And, and Eddie Redman it might be the worst performance I've seen by a good actor. You can almost say where, 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 where I can't then where I can't say oh it's bad because the script was terrible or the director. I feel like those, both of those things were true, but he also you know made some choices. You can almost say the Wachowskis were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think of they should. Apparently the original draft of that movie was like 400 pages. <laughs> of course. That is. makes so much sense. Right? And they were like, it feels like a... a like, eh, cut out all the Galactic Senate stuff. It feels like a, a boring, like, massive sci-fi novel that, like, yeah, no one's ever actually read. Yeah. Let's address Park then. Yeah, Park. Right. Directed by Steven Spielberg, of course. It's our first Spielberg movie on the podcast. Should we do Schindler's List as the honorary Jurassic Park movie? <laughs> Which, they were released in the same year. I'm just saying. Okay, so it came out in 1993. Has a 93% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 91%. Tyler, you know the drill? Go! Okay. Um, yeah, I have to come up with more original ways to say best. For those of you playing the home game, the drill, the home game is, is a word that here means the best and worst things that, in your opinion, apply to this movie. Good reference. I didn't do my Patrick Warburton voice. I'm, I'm sad. Um, <clears throat> and my best thing is probably just Jeff Goldblum in general. Uh, I think that's uh, all, I think uh, 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 finds a way. <laughs> oh, th- there it is. Um, I'm just gonna. I, I, I don't think I need to explain that. No, he's, he's in the light. He's, yeah, <laughs> and this was like before he was like the Jeff Goldblum, not quite caricature, but the sort of whatever version of him we think we have now. Yeah. Like he, this was pre all of that, yeah. and he's he is quite delightful. Um, my worst thing, I was kind of surprised because, like, I. I I've, I was like a big dinosaur, you know, obsessed kid, and uh, I always loved this movie. <clears throat> and I hadn't really like sat down to watch it all the way through, and I was surprised that I didn't like it more. Maybe just because my expectations were like so sure. through the roof. And I think the only thing that really like held me back was the fact that it it is a very slow movie, and there's there's points because you know we obviously we get the huge um, set piece with the the T Rex breaking out and. Uh, you got the the water, the thumping, and his, the cars, and it's all great. It's all wonderful. And he eats the lawyer, and it's 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 good stuff. But then 
I feel like after that, it really kind of slows down and loses a lot of momentum. That it's like it feels like it's a slow build up to that point, mm-hmm. and then it feels like it kind of slows down again. Yeah, for a while, and there's a lot. There's I mean, I mean, that's it's not bad scenes. Like it's not like any of that. Any of the stuff in between is is bad, and like it's all it's all entertaining. It just yeah, doesn't yeah. feel like it. Quite, it kind of keeps the same the same force, right, right, driving right. force. And then, and of course, it picks back up when the the um, Velociraptors. Uh, show up in the kitchen, and then like from there on, it drives all the way through to the end, and that's you know that's big and epic and awesome. Yeah. But I, I just I feel like there's just a little bit of pacing that that is, it's a little bit off. Sure. Um, sure. And that's that's pretty much the, the only thing that I really noticed about it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is amazing. Britain. Um. Yeah. This is one of those where I really struggled to pick one best thing and, and to find a worst thing too, because I mean this is a movie that gets so much right mm-hmm. and does so many things so well. Um, so my best thing was going to be the movie science, but I just now decided to change it um, to because movie science can also go to Crichton, uh, who wrote the original novel. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about talk about that a bit. Yeah, uh, a, a novel, a word which here means the internet made out of a tree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was but, sorely confused. Well, I'm going to go with my, my best thing. I'm going to go with the visual effects because this is one of the movies that I always reference when I talk about um, the importance of animatronics for one yeah. thing but also how visual effects can I, 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 I always think it's unfair when uh, you know people bash older movies for not having better effects when they didn't have that technology yet yeah. and I think that we yeah 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 there are some movies that you watch where you go okay that, that I can see the nod in the back of the mask like you could have done better than yeah. that but there are other times when I, I feel like you have to kind of allow movies to, to... They were made in the year they were made. You can't really change that. But with Jurassic Park, these effects are still wonderful. Yeah. They're still clean and creative. and they're, they're, It's so well done, and they hold up so well. Yeah. And, and a large part of that is because they go with animatronics for some of the, the key scenes. But there's so much in this movie that I think... A, if you weren't Spielberg, because Spielberg has this amazing ability to be so good with actors and so good with just not visual effects movies, but he's so good with visual effects. Yeah. And and I think he just used them beautifully here, and I think that it's so, they, they hold up so, 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 so well. My worst thing uh, might be, and this is so paltry, but I was also a massively dinosaur-obsessed kid. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like the, the thing for me. So my favorite dinosaur was the Parasaurolophus. Some people say Parasaurolophus, they're not on this podcast. Um, the Parasaurolophus was a duckbilled dinosaur. It had a crest that kind of went out. Um, right. The back of their head. Head. Sometimes they're drawn as having like some webbing in between the crest and the yeah. back of their neck. I think that's tripe. Um, <laughs> and amateurism. When I was, Pure amateurism. When I was very little, I this is a true story, I thought the Parasaurolophus used that crest to chop down trees. <laughs> that it would stand <laughs> facing away from the tree and then just jerk its head back until the crest would bludgeon the tree in tw- in twigs not in and just split it open i realize now it that's not how science works or physics or dinosaurs biology or anything <clears throat> but um Parasaurolophus is in this movie very briefly in the scene where they first see the brachiosaurus and when grant like shakingly takes off the uh and sunglasses, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah. They're at the rivers, at the little lakes edge, and they're mm-hmm. and, and they're not in it any more than that. And I think that's a problem. 
Um, that would be my worst thing. And that's also a testament to how great this movie is. The, 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 <clears throat> that's all I can say. We should go on a road trip to find Spielberg so you can yell at him for that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if the other two movies have them more. Uh, I think they are featured a little more in the, in the Lost World. Because I think at the end of Lost World, you know, there's that section where they just show all the dinosaurs yeah. like playing. Because I watched that like 50 times in a yeah. row. Yeah. I think they might kind of be in that. They're never really used that much because they're herbivores. Sure. Um, a word which here means hippies. And they... <laughs> They don't, so therefore they're not like you know exciting, chasing, dangerous monsters. You know, um, they're just sitting in the corner getting high all day. That's why they have the crest for the the breathing. I don't know. I don't know how drugs work. I don't, clearly, I don't know. Any, I don't know how chopping down trees works. I don't know. Why would dinosaurs even need to chop down trees? That's the other question. Um, to build a fort. <laughs> no stegos allowed. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, what would be yours, Alex? Your best and worst. Uh, my best is going to be Alan Grant because Amen. I like his character and he's a very nice, succinct character arc that I really appreciated. Especially because at the beginning, truth be told, I don't like kids very much. So starting off with him being like, "I don't like kids in the slightest," I was like, "I get you, man." <laughs> and then he slowly, like, like the audience goes along with him, and we meet. Uh, Tim and Lex yeah. and we slowly get to know them and at first you think oh, they're just going to be the generic annoying kids that have to get saved every five minutes and they're going to have to tag along yeah. but they actually have character and we like them and we grow to like them along yeah. with Alan Grant and then at the end when he's with them on the helicopter it's nice it's great very lovely yeah. very succinct um, my kids are the kids are wonderful oh yeah, yeah maybe the best kid kid actors I've seen in or like they're, kid def- per- they're definitely maybe not necessarily, necessarily actors, but performances, kid performances I've seen, and like the only other one I can anything. think of is the kid in Iron Man three. Yeah, I, I really yeah. like him for like a big blockbuster, show. which is funny. That's that's what I mean. Obviously, there's there's gonna be movies that are yeah, like a ton of stuff. But but I'm I'm making yeah, or kids that fill that role where they're supposed to be the plucky little kids that sure, join sure, along sure. with the main characters and yeah. yeah. I feel I feel like it. Yeah, that's, Tim, that's, Tim that's Tim as good as you get. Shot. Yeah. yeah, it's just funny that I brought up Iron Man three. That kid. He's also in Jurassic World. Huh. Really? Yeah, he's one of the kids. Huh. Really? Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, my worst thing... I, I was having a hard time coming up with this. It was, uh, like, this was something I really had to think about yeah. and, and just uh, have it marinate, I guess. But um, just thinking about the ending and how it's like, oh, we have the, the positive John Williams swelling of the music. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. People just died. And John Hammond doesn't really face any repercussions for what he's done. Yeah. So, like, like you have two budding ideas where it's like, oh, Jurassic Park, it's like the Spielberg effect. Or it's like, oh, it's this really positive, it's just this wonderful thing, and it's a magical <clears throat> experience. Versus, oh, God, the system screwed up, people died in horrible ways, Sam Jackson's gone. <laughs> Well, Sam Jackson is dead. I'm up, I'm up two minds. So, so first of all, um, in case you didn't know, Jurassic Park is based on a book mm-hmm. um, by Michael Crichton. <clears throat> um, spoilers for the book, I guess. The, it's a very old book. Um, and it's very different from this. Yes. Um, at the end, John Hammond dies pretty horribly. Yeah. I, um, feel, I feel like the movie's missing something like that. Yeah, I, I, I and I, I can agree with that. Where it because because Hammond really does like completely screw everything up. 
And he, like, is just so stubborn about not, you know, letting it go. Yeah. Um, which is, like, it's, 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 it's a good character, like, it, the way he, oh, yeah. the way he's, like, so committed to this and, like, so caught up in his dream that he doesn't really, you know, see. And it feels like at the end he kind of, like, gives up on it, although we see in the sequels he hasn't, so yeah. whatever. Um, but, yeah, it... I feel like it, I'm okay with the fact that it's a big swelling music because they all are like so disheveled and like dirty and torn up and beaten up and they have bruises and cuts and everything and they like when they're flying away in the helicopter and it's kind of like look we survived and you know we the, the big swelling music is because it's like oh you know it's nature and, and life finds a way and yeah you know we, we, we got out yeah we, we got out and it's it's like we 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 learned you know that or we we have this experience and like it, it it changed us entirely and i feel i'm okay with that for the most part but i do agree i feel like there should have been more repercussions i don't know yeah, I don't think because in, in in the book, like I said, he's eaten by consignathus, which are the, the uh, tiny ones, the little ones, uh, little mini raptors in um, Lost World. Yeah, yeah, uh, that eat uh, Peter Stormare. But he, I don't know that he needs to be that violent because he's a yeah. sweet old man. He's sort of like a rich guy who goes, "I like dinosaurs. I want to see dinosaurs." But I th- yeah, for there to be no kind of, especially when when you open the movie with so many of these people going. John, this is a, not a good idea. Yeah. Like, this is really dangerous. And for the movie to end with all of everything what they were saying came true, yeah. and some of those people are still alive, yeah. and they're in the helicopter with them to not be like, so, you know, like like the, the little gag where, where Samuel's they're they're running to the the jeep where yeah. John Hammond and uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum are rescuing them. And he's like, I've decided not to approve of your park. Yeah, it's, it's like it's supposed to be a one liner. Yeah, it's like. Uh, so right. th- it doesn't feel totally and then, consistent, and I don't believe that we're given a lot of in in, in the future in the sequels. Are we suggested at all that he did have any kind of con- consequences later? I don't remember the sequels as clearly as, as this. You one. know what? I don't remember. Okay, I don't. That's something we can, I guess, discuss so, in Lost World. But. I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking if the second one were to start out and he's like in this massive lawsuit. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, yeah, we have, that's, that's good enough. There might be something, but I'm not sure. Because yeah. also, and, and like, also for the end of the movie, when they're all sitting in the helicopter, they're all just thinking, "We we're alive. Yeah, we survived dinosaurs." So I understand <laughs> if they're not like, we need to, we need to start berating this. This, yeah, it, it's tentacle. something where I don't know exactly how you would fix yeah. it. Yeah, given like. Okay, we need the movie to end now. Right, right. Because they got out. Post credit scene is just like a gavel slamming. <laughs> yeah. No, like, twenty years. There's a whole scene playing during the credits of just him on trial <laughs> with the Jurassic like, Park. It's like really <laughs> with the Jurassic Park music. It's, it's like really boring. Like it's just literally reading off his his rights and like his charges <laughs> and everything. It's not even like like movie. It's not even Hollywood lawyerisms. It's just straight <laughs> just like up a, like a trial. It's like court TV cameras. <laughs> And he just keeps, like, spinning the cane with the... the <laughs> um, but yeah, th- this is something, like, I just noticed it this time. Yeah. Like, the movie's so good, and the filmmaking's yeah, so yeah, strong, yeah. and the music's great. Like, it's it's hard to really pay attention to that stuff, because you're like, I'm, I'm enjoying the movie. <clears throat> yeah. But, no, but it, yeah, it is something that sticks out. Yeah. And, and and on the subject of Hammond, I think Richard Attenborough... Uh, I don't know who gives the best performance in the movie, but he's definitely in the running. I mean, he's really wonderful in this. Um, I can't say Jeff Goldblum's giving the best performance because he's just playing Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. It's probably, beautiful. I'd probably say Richard Attenborough. Attenborough's great. Joseph Mazzella, who plays Tim, we were talking he's great. Oh, yeah. That's a great kid. And he's still acting. He's still... I don't know if Lex is. 
But I know Tim's still out there. I thought it would have been great if they brought back at least one of them for Jurassic World. The mine for Jurassic World 2. Two. Is that what they're calling it? A Jurassic Universe? Uh, <laughs> Jurassic I Galaxy? I, Jurassic Covenant? <laughs> Jurassic Requiem? Directed by Ridley Scott. Jurassic Park Redemption. <laughs> it's like... Jurassic of Solace. It's... it's it... <laughs> Jurassic Park Salvation and like <laughs> Sam Neill like turns into like the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator character like trying to like get the park shut down or something <laughs> like but it's Arnold Schwarzenegger as Sam Neill oh, oh, <laughs> all the dinosaurs <laughs> what well, uh, the dinosaurs yeah I they, see they do they redo the scene. not accurate Arnold <laughs> it's not accurate they, yeah. they redo the scene with with the uh, Alan Grant slowly taking off his glasses, but it's just Arnold, and he just takes off his glasses. It's not like it's not like he's he's like slipping them off. He just poof. no, he's got the Elton John sparkly star sunglasses <laughs> from Terminator Three. God, it also should be pointed out. Speaking of accuracy, they say Jurassic Park. Many of these dinosaurs are actually alive in the Cretaceous age. <laughs> Jurassic Park sounds so much better than Cretaceous Park. I agree, but T Rex. What are the other? Isn't there a couple of other ages? Uh, Triassic. Those are the three main ones: was Jurassic, Jurassic, and Cretaceous. Jurassic is probably the, the clutch move. Yeah, maybe. So, I, <clears throat> so the idea is that they find these old mosquitoes that were from the Jurassic period, yeah. and they're and, and they get yeah, and they DNA extract from them. the blood. Of course, the, the, the they would suck the blood of the dinosaurs and then go mm-hmm. take a little disco nap on a tree that had uh, sap. Sap. And they would get they stuck get, in the sap and, and get then crystallized or fossilized. Or yeah, blood. and then later, dino DNA. <laughs> That's another one so, of the best things about so, the movie, and, and that's kind of what I really enjoy is that the yeah. movie the movie kind of just writes in its own like inaccuracies. So it's like because sure. they're like explicitly oh, and you know it's not perfect DNA, so we we put in a frog DNA. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, okay, I, that seems dangerous. And yeah. Then they, yeah, and so then they can completely and I mean I know that's not how that works, but they can they can then completely kind of write off mm-hmm. oh you know the, we found out later that these dinosaurs don't look exactly like this, and it, they can just be kind of like. Yeah. Well, and that's what's so... The, 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 the pseudoscience is so good in this. And Crichton... Crichton was a v- incredibly intelligent guy who whose... Even his novels were basically, like, textbooks. Like, the, we were, Todd and I were talking before this about how the Jurassic Park novel is tons of, of more of the chaos theory stuff. Yeah. And he wrote a book called Timeline where he just, like, over-explains um, time, his version of time travel. But that said, <laughs> you do get... Especially with Jurassic Park, that the science they give us is a firm foundation to stand on for this movie. Like I totally accept everything they're doing. I know it's not real science, but it, I can't like poke a lot of holes in it. And I'm like, no, I get it though. Like yeah. that's totally fine, and it's consistent within the within the universe. The yeah. rules. And, it, and it's the kind of thing that, to my understanding, there aren't a lot of scientists going, yeah, that's not how that works. You're doing it wrong. They're like, no, I get it. It's fake science, but hey, it, yeah. I get. It I, would it would make sense if things worked a little different. Yeah, like, if, if if things were that simple, it would make it would yeah, make. It is literally science fiction, and it yeah, functions yeah. perfectly. And I really love that this is a movie that manages to pull off its science exposition in such an entertaining way. Yeah. <laughs> that that's that the movie doesn't grind to a halt for them to explain their science. It actually works really well. And so then later when they they find the eggs, because the idea was that you know all the dinosaurs in the park are mm-hmm. female, so nobody can so they can't have they can control how many they have. 
and then the frog because frogs can change sex and so then the frog DNA allows them to change sex which again just go with it yeah um, but again it's a setup they address it yeah and like it actually and then it follows through and I'm like that's great and that's scary and I know why it happened and it's you got it and yeah. it also feeds into the themes yeah like yeah. Michael like if you mm-hmm. if you can get your plot points in, in your weird sci-fi mumbo jumbo universe to feed into the thematic elements of the movie, you're you're doing a good yeah, job. Doing a job yeah. and, and it's interesting to see a movie that does it. This movie makes it look so easy. They just they thread that needle so so well, and then we see movies like you know Revolutions or something. We go, this doesn't. How did you miss? <laughs> Like, is it, is it actually you, that difficult? You, didn't, you did you... didn't stop to figure out your science fiction and, and weave it into this story. You you just kept making more science fiction, fiction and yeah. hoped it would all fall into place eventually. Like, is, is it actually so difficult that you have to have a Spielberg and a Kep and a, and a yeah. Crichton to do that? Yeah. Or or do they just go, no, we that's it? Yeah. In terms of explaining things for your sci-fi universe, like... Something like Inception, I think, is also just as entertaining. Oh yeah, yeah. they did a great job. Absolutely. Well, because Inception's more like they they go along and they they like. Not see, that I'm saying have... that Nolan is good at everything, but Nolan is good at That's everything. That's correct. Yeah. Um, the yeah Inception because they have of course the thing where uh, we have a new character who we are exp- we are learning the rules as they are. Like yeah. we've seen some of some of how this works, but we are actually learning the rules alongside them, so that works fine. Yeah, I love I love that we literally just get the spiel that we're supposed to get from, um, or that that the people going into Jurassic Park mm-hmm. are supposed to get. We literally ju- it literally just shows us that, and it's this cheesy yeah. animation like what, and it's, so, and it's like wonderful. Six different like John Hammond's. Hello, John. Hello, and, and, John. Yeah, and, Hello, John. And, and we find out that John Hammond is planning to attend every one of these things yeah. and say like three lines because he's that weird. <laughs> he's like, oh, I, I have lines here, and when like I. I love when they sit in the chairs and like the bar, the roller coaster bars, like clamp down on them, and like Grant and Malcolm are like, "What?" And uh, Hammond's like, "It's supposed to be kind of a ride." <laughs> and the, but yeah, then the uh... all right. I, I, another great detail about that is just the the you're saying yeah, how he pulls out the note cards and the lines, but like yeah. the the guy talks like Pat like it, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like a thing where it's conveniently like oh there's a long pause and then he, he has enough time to say his line it's like the guy like responds to, to what his line was supposed to be like he already missed a line yeah and then he like that's great <laughs> it's, yeah and then the scene after that there's this really great shot where we see like from the top of the um the egg making chamber yeah. and we see the the seats roll into the like roll beside the window mm-hmm. like wow like from way up like in, in the bottom, back corner and like sweeps down this, this movie has Great everything, but yeah. like really great cinematography. There's some really beautiful images in this. Like honestly, just the image of uh, Hammond's cane with the amber mm-hmm. mosquito is such a gorgeous mm-hmm. picture and, and prop. Um, yeah, and I, I also really liked uh, uh, speaking of the egg chamber, uh, B. D. Wong, mm-hmm. a really great uh, stage actor. He's on Law and Order Forever. He's on Mr. Robot. Uh, on Gotham right now. He's actually playing Hugo Strange on Gotham. Right now, okay. Um, he's he's just a really wonderful actor, and he was the the, the scientist who's kind of explaining. We will see him again. We will. Yeah. He also dies in the book. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's like know. ripped. I think it's a raptor. That sounds right. It's funny how the, the the book has at once more dinosaurs and fewer dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, I think Nedry dies the same way. Yeah. I think it's well, still well, Nedry. Nedry is like because it's it's. 
they did something different where like the actual it's supposed to the dinosaur is actually supposed to be either it's actually supposed to be there's a much larger dinosaur yeah that looks the same but it's just huge mm-hmm. or they found out that that's not true between making and so they made them smaller i don't know it's something yeah, like yeah. that something's different basically in the book yeah there was it was, and, it was the same basic like, yeah same idea but it like shoots him in the stomach oh yeah and like his stomach like burns out and like it pulls out like his intestines yeah, like while he's it. still alive and it's like oh god I remember that yeah, it was like the end of a chapter and he was like holding his own intestines yes. and then like the dinosaur like bites his face yeah a family film <laughs> it's all right I mean still like that's such a great sequence though when uh, Wayne Knight is is <laughs> talking to the Dilophosaurus and he's like before the Dilophosaurus has the the, the, the fan come out of yeah. his neck he's like you want a food you want a, I don't have any food you want a food I don't have any food and then he, he like gets in the thing. It's such a great sequence because it is just like this little thing going, like making these short squeaky noises. But then when he gets in the thing, like starts hissing, and the fan takes up the whole car. Yeah, so good. Yeah. That thing still freaks me out. Right. <laughs> it, this is a pretty. It's it's a pretty scary movie. Can I just say I I, I did not remember what Nedry's name is because I was just going to keep calling him Newman. Newman. <laughs> That's how I know him. Oh Wayne Knight. And Samuel Jackson, his arms fall on something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that's so great. I was watching this movie with some friends a couple of years ago, and right when that happened, this was right after the Kanye Swift thing, you know, where he took the microphone from her. And so when the guy's arm fell on Laura Dern, uh, when Samuel Jackson's arm fell, I said, <laughs> "Ellie, I'm gonna let you finish," but and nobody laughed. <laughs> nobody in that room laughed. Ridiculous. So hold on to that one. We laughed. Thank you. <laughs> and now I have closure on that joke. Well, there you go. Glad to see we could help you. I really enjoy Sam, Sam Jackson in this. Yeah. It's also just neat from like a historical, for lack of a better word, uh, 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 viewpoint. Because this was like pre-Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was saying before, the, before we started this that he looks like an old, like, kind of bit part actor kind of guy who's about to like like who's near the end of his acting career yeah and he hasn't even started his acting career yeah, like in this movie like, he looks like he's almost done yeah and it's the year before Pulp Fiction yeah it, it is funny watching it being like alright when's Sam Jackson gonna come out because most of the time he's, he's pretty he's yeah. pretty yeah. just just a plane with, with his dialogue and, yeah. and he's, he's not going over the top or anything and sometimes like when he's trying to fix Nedry's computer because he's been hacking or whatever yeah, yeah. and he starts freaking out a bit I'm like there it is <laughs> there it is hang on to your butts yeah that's one of his lines he says that twice doesn't he probably <laughs> what do we think of Muldoon because Muldoon is such, an, <laughs> is such a great character in that he was he was like right on the edge of like B movie you know what yeah. I mean he was like right and he had his like his, his little shorts <laughs> Which, oh, I, which I know are appropriate. Okay, now I know who you're talking. Shooter! <laughs> and then, of course, clever girl. The, yeah, the yeah. death line. And I love that. I love that that there's the the scene in the very beginning where where uh, Alan Grant is talking to the little kid and trying to make him terrified of yeah. Velociraptors, and he's like, "Oh, and you, then you know the the you, you think you're um you've got your eye on on one of them, and then the other two come from behind and just like swipe you." Yeah, and um. They do the exact same thing. That's how Muldoon dies. Mm-hmm. That he's he's got the the one is the one Velociraptor in his sights, then the other two, yeah. or a, another one comes out of the side. And yeah, because one because he kind of like or he was like like a twig snap or something. Yeah. He turns and it's just standing there. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, there's a bunch of great setup and payoffs. Like I, I know every every film yeah, I was thinking, has I know talked exactly about right. this to death, but you know with Alan Grant, he's got the two 
pieces for the seatbelt in the, in the helicopter, helicopter yeah. and they don't match, so he ties them. Yeah. It's like life finds a it's, way. It's <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the two female ends of the seatbelt tied yeah. them together. Yeah. I never caught that. Oh really? In, in like I, twenty-four years. I would. I would not have caught it on my own. Someone. Someone is. Yeah, that's incredible. Like that's that's I a really that's a film really, nerds online have discussed that to death. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a really popular. one. Oh, it's a fun fact. That's brilliant. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, Spielberg. <laughs> it's always one of those directors where you know you hear about him all the time. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's one of the, and you're like, okay, I get it. He's one of the greatest filmmakers. But then when you see like one of his really great movies, you go, yeah, but he really is though. Yeah. Like he's on another. He's on another level. And and I I would venture to say this is one of probably the best like blockbuster like summer movies of all time yeah uh, it's just it's so it's got, fun it's got humor it's got yeah. you know thrilling and, and there's it's a, there's got a, good characters and there's a genuine sense of wonder mm-hmm. to it which is very hard to do in something that I, I think they kind of struggle with in the in the future movies but again I have to, it's been a long time since I've seen any of the other ones yeah. so I'm excited to rewatch this but there's a real like swell in this movie not just musically but you watch and you're like yeah but dinosaurs are real like that's so cool, and and it's violent, but it's tastefully done violence. Yeah, there's not there's not intestines falling out of Newman's stomach. <laughs> I wouldn't be afraid to show this to my kids. Not that yeah, I have no. kids, but if I, I mean, I mean, every like if one day, like, and and it makes it where any like real crazy violence is like super like oh god, yeah. like because the like, I'm thinking specifically the arm, you know, yeah, and I'm thinking specifically the um the the lamb leg or the goat oh, leg yeah. that, that falls on the car, like that's like. Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah, and and Pump of course, right. of course, when um, the T Rex grabs Gennaro mm-hmm. and then like starts shaking him, and we don't even really see anything. It's yeah. just like just oh, the knowledge oh. of yeah that he's done for. How that that sequence? I know you already talked about it a little bit, but that sequence of the the T Rex first coming out of the pen when everything goes out is one of just it's an incredible. Yeah. And if I had not seen this movie before. Because I don't remember the first... This is one of those movies I've been watching for so many times. I've watched, been watching it for so much of my life. I don't remember the first time I saw it. Yeah. I was probably, it was probably in theaters. Just, like, my heart would just be, like, yeah. destroying my ribcage. Because it's such a well-built scene. And it's so well... It's so well-paced. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so, like... The, the entire movie really builds up to that point. Yeah. Kind of what I was saying earlier about how... Regardless of what happens after, I feel like th- this is, like... It's such a slow build up to that, and it's not even in the sense of like Alien, where you know Alien, it's slow for a while, and then you know the face hugger happens, and yeah. like then and, and slowly weirder and weirder stuff starts happening. We start yeah. you know getting it starts getting creepier and creepier. This one, it's like there is nothing bad happening. Yeah, for like, and it's like such a slow bit, and we and like it, we're just sitting here thinking, okay, we, you know, we've seen some of the dinosaurs, we're, give us a little more, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it, it just holds off not giving us like anything about what we are expecting from the movie for like you know half the movie mm. it builds up to that and then just it all snaps at once and you're yeah. like oh yeah and there I, we go and I love that it's also uh, there's so many thoughts in my head right now but yeah because up until that point we've seen like the Triceratops and the Brachiosaurus yeah. and I mean we've seen like the sweeping field I think yeah. with all of them and like the baby we saw like the baby Velociraptor um, where Raymond's going push <laughs> push Come on, push! Um, my wife is gonna be so mad at me when I do that when she's giving birth. <laughs> I'm not married, but now I have to make sure I marry a woman that that is okay with me doing that when she's like screaming and tears pouring out her face. And I'm like, push, push, and then she rips my nose off. 
<laughs> you did this to me. Um, but the, the other thing I wanted to say is I love that the T-Rex ends up being the hero. Because the T-Rex, because it's actually the Velociraptors are actually the most dangerous ones. Yeah. And I love that that's the, not even really a twist, but that that's kind of the final note in this movie is the Velociraptors are the most dangerous because they're, they're, they're smart and they're organized and they can learn how to open doors. The shot of the door handle, like, of yeah. the raptor realizing yeah. that it could open the door ah. is so well done. Like, and, yeah, yeah. The, the raptor sequence and, and the first T-Rex sequence, I think, are the best yeah. parts of the movie. Completely. completely. And it's great because the they, they do it where it's, like, not a weird thing because yeah. it, it, it opens the door. And I remember, like, like noticing this because I was paying attention. Um, it opens the door and, like, the, so, like, the door cracks open. And then it doesn't really, it still doesn't really, like, understand yeah. how to get into it. Like, right. it, you see it, like, like kind of butting the door a little bit. And it's, right. like, kind of, but, like, it feels like it's moving. And then it, like, it feels, like, realistic as far as, okay, so it's figured out it can put its hand on the handle and, and yeah, this yeah. thing will open. But it doesn't. Right. It, it doesn't feels look, like it's learning. Yeah, it doesn't literally go, oh, oh okay. Well, we better fill out those TPS reports. <laughs> like, it doesn't suddenly gain human speech. Oh, <laughs> But I also really like, and, and this is the <laughs> smart thing on the filmmakers that they go, it's not a hand on the doors, but it's not a knob, it's a handle. Yeah. So it, it, they don't be like, oh, it learned to somehow grow a thumb and turn <laughs> yeah, a yeah, doorknob. Yeah. It just presses on the thing. Yeah, that whole sequence is just, and I love when they come in and like one of the Velociraptors kind of like elbows the other one yeah, and that yeah. raptor's like, <laughs> kind of snarls at it. They, I love their little communication. Um, I love the part where the, the girl is um, in the, the little like, yeah, oh, yeah. Or, or not a dishwasher or something like that. Right, right. And she's like try, acting like she can't pull the door down, and then mm -hmm. it see it like runs up, and then it smashes against, and it turns out it's a reflection. Mm -hmm. That's that's a great. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever caught that before. That's, that's yeah, that's stuff. really really fun. And then um, when when they're like up in the the air ducts mm -hmm. or the vents, I guess, and like the raptor just smashes up and is like snapping yeah. at it, she yeah. kicks it in the head. And then and the, yeah, the part where she like almost falls. Alex is over here like yeah, shivering. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking raptors, man! Because like yeah, she it, it, it knocks the tile out and then she like falls down mm -hmm. and like it it, it it almost oh that's a great little like yeah yeah push and pull. I also really love this bit where uh, all the stuff with like the water shaking is so well done, mm -hmm. and then when uh, Tim and Lex are eating all the desserts and they notice the Jello's shaking, mm -hmm. that's really cool. Uh, I always really love the scene where they're in the um, they're climbing the fence right before the power comes back on and before Jim gets left and Grant like grabs it and freaks out and he kind of smiles <laughs> and, and Lex is like it's not funny and Tim goes that was great <laughs> I love that kid you yeah. asked for it, Tim <laughs> Oh, Tim that, that kid is so awesome I remember like um when he's still in the, the car and the car's falling into the tree yeah. and, and Grant and Lex are on the ground and he's like, it's okay, just give me a couple minutes. I need to go get Tim out of the yeah. car. And she's like, no, stop. Yeah, it's like she, the Lord, he, he left us, he left us, he left us. And I, I really wanted Grant to be like, this is your fault. You left that freaking flashlight on. I gotta go save him because of you. But Lex says, but that's not what I'm gonna do. Sam Neil once tweeted at my mom, so that's kind of cool. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it's, it was something something about fabric. I can't remember. What it was. <laughs> fabric. It was like an inside joke about your palm has, has inside jokes with Sam. Or maybe she said something about. Maybe he mentioned Jurassic Park, and and she talked about like wearing her denim shirt or something. And he was like, "Oh, please, it was made of whatever." Like something very like jovial and fun. 
And I'm like, all right, Sam Neil, look at I, you. I like to think he just sits there on his laptop all day, and it's not jovial. It's just mean. <laughs> He's like, I need to correct people. <laughs> hey, mom, I'm sorry that uh, Alex over here just completely ruined that nice moment in your life. <laughs> I think he was being nice to you. <laughs> Apologize to my mother. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, Matt Breton, mom. Because <laughs> we're not revealing last names here. Sorry, Miss Clooney. Ah, <laughs> um. oh, God. Alex's last name is Doofenshmirtz. What? <laughs> Doofenshmirtz? <laughs> I think I have this idea for a podcast where I'm, well, it's kind of like we talk about movies. Platypus, Platypus, what are you doing? One of my favorite things from that show. This is from Phineas and Ferb. If any, I, I assume most people. They find a dinosaur at one point, so. Oh, that's relevant. See? The, there, there's a there's a, a thing. <laughs> we're just going completely off track here. Um, there, there's a Not scene the where it's, time. it's a flashback to, to um, him where his parent Doofenshmirtz, who is like this creepy old uh, scientist, mad scientist yeah. guy. Um, his parents made him stand outside and be a lawn gnome. Oh yeah, because they like, they like couldn't afford or like somebody they had to sell their lawn gnome or something. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. And and so he's standing out there and then. Uh, like so, his neighbor's like, "Oh, do you want some some uh, like, like uh, food or something?" And then he's like, "Oh, okay." And he starts to move, and then his parents go like, just stick their head out the window and go, "Who's making the fish?" And like he does that like three or four times, and like he can't like do anything. And it's like I think it's just a complete. I don't even know if it's any language. I think it might just be complete like nonsense. That's such a great. That's such a great show. It really is. And Ferb is Jojen Reed from Game of Thrones. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Thomas Sangster. That's why he only has one I, okay. line. I, that makes sense. That is him. Indeed. Yeah, I really love that show. My sister uh, watched it and then kind of got me into it. We also used to watch Jurassic Park together. <laughs> anyway, I have this idea for Dinosaur Park. <laughs> They'll be running around. It's going it's to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Would you guys go to Jurassic Park if it were real? Nope. Would you guys go to Jurassic World if it were real? Nope. See, even if Bryce Dallas Howard's there? Ah, yeah, see, catch with that one. Even if Chris Pratt is there? <laughs> Chris Pratt. You got me there as well. See, see. <laughs> even if you're fun, come I on say, I say I would, I would, uh, I would not, like, I would, I would think I would be like, no, I'm, I'm smarter than that. But at the same time, so the, they have, um, Islands of Adventure in Orlando. Have you ever been there? No. It's it's uh, it's just like the Universal Studios theme park. Yeah. yeah. They've got like a, a, a Jurassic Park section, right? and there's like a big ride and like a big water ride that you go through, and, yeah. where you go through like a facility, and it's it's crazy and all. Yeah. And um, they've got all like the the it's all Jurassic Park themed, and they got like a Jurassic Park themed restaurant and everything. It's really fun. And they've got like a bridge with the gates, like the 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 big like. G- yeah, frame around them. the gates yeah. like the big gray gray Jurassic Park thing and it's huge and, and they they play the music constantly oh wow and like you know it all looks very jungly and like yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, you know like, like going through that you, that's that's like God, that hits that hits me in all, in, in all the right places oh, as God, far as like amazing. nostalgia and everything so I, I I don't know that I'd be able to resist that yeah, no. I'd probably have to go on coupon day but. <laughs> well at least I didn't lose too much money and a thumb <laughs> it's a very precise T-Rex <laughs> yep. I just want a little taste. <laughs> Very confused right now. 
the T-Rex only wanted a taste of human, so he only bit Tyler's thumb off. Which This will decide this if I go or not. This is a T-Rex's cheat day. This will decide if it makes sense to me or not. It's a T-Rex's cheat day. He's on Dinosaur Atkins. The whole... It's all process. Human is on his cheat day. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a real fattier, you know, because especially Americans. Oh. Commentary. <laughs> go green. We go green here on Here Come the Sequels. Here comes the ozone depletion, am I right? Here comes global warming. <laughs> Global warming uh, melted the is melting the ice caps. The ice caps are something like ice age. The ice age happened after the dinosaurs. Um, That's true. Featured in Jurassic Park. I thought you were about to lead that into our next franchise oh, will be God. Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how you like stepped on when I'm me saying we should do the buddies movies? I'm gonna step on us doing the Ice Age movies. I don't know why I'm of all this crap that I've been like guys we should review the I'm like I don't know if I can handle we Ice even, Age we couldn't even begin to consider that if we hadn't done Shrek first so oh yeah that's so, true I mean, come on yeah Shrek first come on Alex you're the one who brought up Ice Age I did you did fun fact the, uh, <laughs> the Ice Age <laughs> is that was that DreamWorks I think so yeah that sounds right the, 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 yeah. the DreamWorks animated movie Ice Age killed the dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> they heard it was going to happen. They were like, "Nope, nope, nope. we're out." Nope. Just someone pulled out Glocks and <laughs> going shot into the ocean. Chopping into the ocean, drown themselves. There was a, a beautiful uh, multi-part like BBC series called Walking with Dinosaurs when I was younger that Kenneth uh, Branagh narrated, and um, in it, still one of the scariest things I've ever seen in a movie or on TV is when they do the an un- the underwater section. Yeah. And whenever you see the, um, it, it, it was it was another it was like I think it was the Leclerodon, yeah. um, which is basically like the Mosasaurus from Jurassic Four. Well, it's not like it at all. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, it's an underwater dinosaur, and just like because underwater things are the scariest things to me, and so like just seeing it like come out of the darkness underwater yeah. and like it's just terrifying. <laughs> um, oh God, I love it so much. Also, there's uh, some science suggesting that dinosaurs had feathers. Yeah. They addressed that in the third one, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I think there's some of the raptors have, have yeah. feathers. Yeah, but now I think they're suggesting that like all of the dinosaurs did. Yeah, yeah. Which is... Uh, that Which they addressed, too, with the... I guess, with the... the oh, the... the um, they evolved into birds. And oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, how Alan Grant keeps bringing that up. And yeah. I think in Jurassic World, don't they just straight up say... Um, yeah, well, because they did so much genetic whatever, it's not actually these aren't actually like, yeah, yeah, I think so, I think so, yeah. And, yeah, and BD Wong goes, well, we can't just change them into what they really look like because then people will be like, well, those aren't dinosaurs. Yes. Like, they, they need to keep it like the traditional yeah, look because yeah, yeah. everybody knows them. Yeah, I like, that's true. I like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In I'm, another movie, Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's still relevant. It's the it's the fourth one. Yeah. It still happens. <laughs> you know what the dinosaur rated piece of media that's not good. What's that? The Dino King on Netflix. <laughs> watch that. <laughs> All right. I think I have to watch that now. <laughs> Alex and I watched like 20 minutes of it, maybe. Oh, my God. I don't know why we You watched it. You I were there. there. You were there. I on my phone. When yeah, I was... you, you, were paying, you were paying attention. <laughs> Is was... this really crappy? Like, probably made on $50 and a nickel. Yeah. Like, like um, animated... It's all terrible, and like the voice acting's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know why I'm bringing it up. It's just when I was it's little, something I needed to get the word out about. <laughs> something I'm passionate about. Cautionary tale. Yeah. When I was little, uh, again, like dinosaur media was just that was just what I consumed. Yeah. And there was a, a home video called Dinosaurs with an exclamation point. <laughs> and it was about a little kid, Fred Savage, from the Wonder Years, uh, like having to do a book report on dinosaurs. And so it was like an educational video where they have these like claymation, <laughs> you know. But there's an the opening is him listening to this song called Mesozoic Mind and it's a it's a 90s rock and roll and you see an animated dinosaur band Parasaur Lophus is the bassist that's beautiful and it's like a T-Rex playing like lead guitar but it's like early animation so they only have like five moves and five looks they just like <laughs> repeat that throughout the different thing I love and it. it's I have listened to that song so many times this year like I still <laughs> love that song it's so stu- it's just it's in my 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 life I'm, I'm gonna look that up and I mean I, if, if I think I can find a good a good piece I'll put it at the end of the podcast <laughs> I wanna do that oh uh, yeah you should it's it's, <laughs> it's great What's so I thought of something about Jurassic Park sure. that I wanted to bring up. Well, yeah, buddy. How 90s is it that Lex is, is a hacker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love when they when she goes into the computer and everything's, like, big and yeah. blocky. Well, that's... And that's the thing, too, that, like, that's originally what people thought the internet was going to be. Yeah. Like, where people were like, oh, you're going to be able to, like, go and it's going to be 3D and um, you can go through and... You know, go go. You can go and get your file by walking down the street, and like it's going to be great. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. like you know, in the virtual street, and then and then as it kind of grew, people were like, "We don't, we don't want that. That's that's much too difficult. Yeah. We just we just want to click on the thing and, and get this file. I run a business. <laughs> <laughs> I have a deadline. But yeah, especially when, when um, Tim's like, "You're a nerd," and she's like, "No, I'm a hacker. Like, it's the most '90s thing I've ever seen in my life." And, and she was a girl with a braid and a baseball cap, which kind of that, that was that yeah. was the nineties. Yeah, that's the, the time capsule of the nineties is girl in a baseball cap. Yeah, <laughs> um, at least with that regard, this movie is very much a product of its time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we were talking about this before, um, Alex and I were. But what exactly is it that makes eighties and nineties movies have that feel? That because like there, there's a very specific like not like. Oh, you know, they were so much better back then. But in the sense of, like, the quality... The way the film looks is yeah, different. Yeah. Not even necessarily better. It's just a very yeah, distinct yeah. feel. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's lighting or if that's... I, I don't know unless it was just because the, the cameras had gotten to a, te- a place... Yeah, I think, I think that's... Advancement, but we hadn't gone digital yet. Yeah. So it was just like that... Maybe, maybe. I honestly don't know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Though. Yeah, it, there's a very specific look yeah. that they had back then. It might even be because, like, e- even with Christopher Nolan, when he does his movies, he shoots on film. Yep. But when you're editing, you convert it to digital. Yeah. They couldn't do that back yep. then. That's true, yeah. They I'm... had to literally cut and splice the, the film that they shot. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the, um... Yeah, be, like, being able to go on go onto the computer and change, like... Like, like make it... the Mess with the lighting and that sort of thing, the filter yeah. of that. Um... But yeah, that, I've, I, that's something that's all, I've always noticed. And like this, this movie has that to the extreme where it's just you know it's very obvious where like what time period it came from. Right? Yeah, we've had that with other movies too. This is just we we this movie's too good for us to have a whole lot to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is so I'm, it's, it's similar, similar to the to the Dark Knight 
and, yep. and just the fact that like look they just nail so much of this mm-hmm. I mean they, they really just land they stick the landing in so many ways it doesn't have the same kind of like standout performances that Dark Knight does and I don't say that to criticize it everybody's really good in this mm-hmm. like Laura Dern's great and uh, uh, Attenborough and like a bunch of good performances but it's not I'm not screaming for anybody to get nominated for an Oscar or anything sure it's just why not well done except for Little Timmy because it's a, it's a summer blockbuster and those don't have good acting <laughs> obvi Jupiter Ascending taught us that much I think about the summer about late. I thought it did no because it came out during the Oscar season Oh, yeah, because they were going to take Eddie Redmayne's yeah. Oscar away from him. Yeah, they dumped it, yeah. <laughs> right? The Norbit effect. It was, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just reread an article about that. that was cool. He did end up getting the Oscar, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... Was well, that deserved? For a theory of everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I will. I think it is. It okay. I've never seen it. Richly deserved. Which I think that's what... I read this great article where the guy was the guy writing it, who's really, really brilliant, um, awards pundit, was like... People always say this as though the voters can't discern, like, a good movie from a bad movie. Like, of course it was bad. It's a stupid movie. Like, big deal. He was still great in this other movie. Like, <laughs> calm down. Um, but just as Eddie Redmayne didn't win an Oscar when Norbit came out, like, everybody flipped out. You mean, you mean Eddie Murphy? I mean, Eddie Redmayne also Eddie, well, that did not Eddie win an Oscar Murphy. when yeah. Norbit came Eddie out. Eddie Murphy was up for Dreamgirls, and then Norbit came out and he didn't win for Dreamgirls. But that wasn't why. It was Alan Arkin. Why? Getting off topic again. Um... Oh my god, it was a February movie. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I just did my mean girl face. At a... Um, what, what are your favorite dinosaurs? <laughs> sure, dinosaur Alex. If you say T-Rex, I'm leaving. I don't know. Dude, is, this, is this something we've discussed on the podcast before? Where, like, Probably not. Favorite dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah. No, like just like monster movies in, in general. Oh, that's like, true. I know, I know that's like, not like, it, it, like you guys talked about how you were like obsessed with dinosaurs when you were younger. I never was. What were, would you like? Like protractors? <laughs> <laughs> like a slide rule? Is that your your stegosaurus? Like what was? Calm down. I'm, I'm, I don't want to know what you were interested. You said in. you said slide rule. For some reason, in my mind, the first image in my mind was a slide whistle. And so I'm just imagining Alex just, just sitting like like on his couch and like nothing. Pe- people around him are, are having fun, you know, doing like they're like like he's at like a birthday party and the kids are all doing like dinosaur stuff. They're the like doing room. a little fake dinosaur dig. And yeah. He's just what? in the in the other room they're watching Jurassic Park. Yeah. But every time he does it, he goes. <laughs> oh, here it comes again. <laughs> Like, the closest I got to, like, dinosaurs, I, I watched Jurassic Park a few times. Yeah. But, like, Power Rangers. Sure. With them having the, the dinosaur-based uh, Zords. Dinosaurs, yeah. But, like, when it comes to big monsters or things like that, I, I, right, I just right. am not interested. Like, Godzilla. Yeah. I'm not interested in it because of Godzilla, which is why I like Cloverfield so much, because it's not about the monster. Yeah. And I think that's something that people forget. It's supposed to be about the human characters. Yeah. Um, even, like, Pacific Rim. Not that interesting to me, right? So I, I think that's just my own personal bias. I I, I was the same way growing up with um uh, like cars and trucks and yeah, because that was a big thing. Like every little boy goes through their thing where they're just one planet with talking trucks and stuff. And I just never like that's why Tran- like Transformers didn't do it for me. I I was not. I really loved Beast Wars Transformers, <laughs> which was if you guys don't know about this, it was a '90s CGI show where a bunch of Autobots landed on uh, Earth. 
at some weird time where there were primordial humans, but also cheetahs. And then they adapt. <laughs> they can, they're on a vehicle, so they adapt like animal yeah. disguises and they become Maximals and Predacons. And Optimus Primal is a gorilla. <laughs> and it was my favorite thing, and it's amazing. It's so good. But yeah, like that was what I needed. Like when I was little, I didn't like anything that didn't involve like animals somehow. Like I didn't like superheroes. I didn't like okay. cars and trucks. I didn't like the Congress, which was a really hot when I was little. Like you know, everybody went, "Oh, I'm 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 H. W. Bush. Oh, I'm Strom Thurmond." Like that was the game you would play on the on the on the uh, the playground outside. And everybody wanted to be. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bob Dole, but you know, he, but Bob Dole is Bob Dole. Bob Dole is Bob Dole, and that's <laughs> inevitably that's what it came down to. Is we all just you know, uh, okay, well, I'm, well, I'm Reggie Jackson. Okay, nobody really wants. <laughs> Congress is a word here that means incompetent <laughs> group of people. <laughs> I'm just saying, if pro is the opposite of con, what would be the opposite of progress? <laughs> Got him. It's Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Family guy. Uh, yeah, so, so Jurassic Park, like I said, I, I was five when it came out. Um, and I don't remember the first time I saw it, but I know I've seen it 60 times. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even appreciate everything it was then. I just wanted to watch the dinosaurs, but I was all about, like, dinosaurs. And then there were, there was, you guys wouldn't remember this um, because you were born in two years ago? Um, you guys, you guys seen the trailer for Boss Baby? That's who I'm doing this podcast with. Just two little toddlers in suits. Quick, Alex, do do a Kevin Spacey impression. Isn't it Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin. Oh, is it not? Okay, yeah, it's Baldwin. For some reason, I thought Kevin Spacey was Nine Lives, what? or he was the right, cat. right. He was okay, the talking cat. It's of, all the same. Speaking of '90s, next time on Here Come the Sequels, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> There was a, it was a huge thing, in the, and I, I would presume that Jurassic Park was either a product of this or started it, but in the early 90s the and 80s, is <laughs> was like dinosaurs, dinosaur themed media was yeah. all the rage. Yeah. Yeah. And so you had countless dinosaur themed TV shows and, I mean, knockoff movies. It was nonstop. I remember <clears> there was one called like Extreme Dinosaurs that was supposed to be like. Oh, that is the most nineties thing I've ever heard. Never mind scratch oh, scratch, scratch hackers. <laughs> it was it was like a cross between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and just dinosaurs and they like I don't remember the nexus of it. I just remember the theme song was Something's really rocking on planet number three Modern Man's got prehistoric company <laughs> It was just like it was di- beautiful. They were dinosaurs, but they were bipedal and they were like jacked. They were just ripped. And they had like arm, like the Stegosaurus, like plates flew off of its back or something. And there was like a some kind of dinosaur that had like acid. It could spit acid, but it had like a nozzle in its mouth, so it could like jet stream it or something. Yeah, it was that was a, that was a time to be alive in the early nineties. <laughs> everybody was. It's like when Beanie Babies came out, and everybody was also making like little stuffed animals. Everybody was making dinosaur things. <laughs> Did Jurassic Park start that, or is that... Well, I think that it was sort of amidst it, because... Okay. Well, because Ninja Turtles came around like, 88, 89. Um, Power Rangers was, like, it was around 92? So I think that 
Yeah, it was, I, it was either 92 or 93 when yeah. it started. So I think like those kind of things all combined. Jurassic Park very well might have. Um, I know it certainly juiced it, you yeah. know, um, yeah. and, and, and kind of pushed it along. Uh, but I don't know that it was actually its inception, if you will. Bomb. Bang. Bomb. I love the idea of Tom Hardy's Bane being in Jurassic Park. Alan Grant, you'll learn to love those children. Jeff Goldblum, button up your shirt. I've decided not to endorse your part. <laughs> or he's John Hammond. Push! Push! Come on! Push against the proletariat! Um, you talked me into the Jeff Goldblum shirt. This actually brings us back to an actual thing from the movie. One of the great things about this movie is it really doesn't sexualize any of its women or really any of its characters. This is a movie without sex scenes. This doesn't really have a love story. This is just a... It doesn't really bother with all that except for one piece where they have Jeff Goldblum kind of like sitting up because he's wounded in something and his shirt's open. He's all sweaty. Did we really talk about this? Or is that before the podcast? We talked about it before, before the podcast. Okay. okay. And it's amazing because this movie does not otherwise have any kind of like sex exploitation or like, you know, Monica Bellucci's not falling out of everything. Like... There we go. But you just got Jeff Goldblum being sweaty, and I'm like, that was what... Was that the world in 93 where, like, Jeff Goldblum was, like, the hot ticket? Was that... Yeah. It makes sense to me. Huh. Huh. You've... you've all right, you've, you've opened this can of worms by, like, <laughs> by introducing Bane to Jurassic Park, because I, all, now I, all, all I can imagine is him being one of the... Uh, one of the Velociraptors. <laughs> like, like, the part where the... They're they're chasing after the 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 kids or something. Yeah. One of them falls in the ceiling and he tries to get back up. They expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. <laughs> like, I like the idea that Muldoon has like got the, the <laughs> rifle trained on one and he turns it to Tom Hardy. Hello, <laughs> I snuck up on you using teamwork. <laughs> I like overexposition, Bane. This was talked about earlier in the film. Remember with the little boy with the crazy eyelashes. He's going to be on an episode of Glee later. Hey, don't watch Glee. <laughs> and Tom... Thanks. Alan, you know, Sam Neill, like, took the... It was a great sequence. You should really check it out anyway. And he eats him. Life, ah, ah, finds a way. <laughs> And every line of Jeff Goldblum what? dialogue with Bane, but he says it exactly the same way. What's what's the the the, the guy that um, Nedry meets with at the beginning of the movie? Oh, Where he shouts out his name. I can't. Remember oh, the name I don't remember. It's so funny because he's like he's like, hey, don't say my name. He's like, hey, it's whoever here. <laughs> they got, they got, okay. See, nobody cares. It's really funny. Oh God, what's his name? It's like it was like. Something like it wasn't Sullivan, but it was something like that. It was something just very like. I would say Julian or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. I've got Julian here. <laughs> you want a food? I don't have any food. <laughs> Why? You don't want to get cheap on me. <laughs> I'm not a nerd. I'm a hacker. <laughs> I'm just gonna spend another five minutes going over quotes from this movie. 
Only five? I spared no expense. <laughs> Grant does the thing on the fence and goes, that was great. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining Payne doing the awkward Jeff Goldblum laugh when we first meet him. Because <laughs> 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 Goldblum definitely goes like, <laughs> he does that little thing. Can somebody explain to me what we're supposed to be getting from that? Because all, all I was thinking was, this guy's creepy. Spielberg was just like, I'm just going to let Jeff play. So I'm do what he does. I'm not... Again, this movie was released in the same year as Schindler's List, so theoretically, Spielberg made them back-to-back. I don't know which one came first, but if Schindler's List came first, he was like, just someone laugh. Even if it's... That's okay. Just somebody make me happy again. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> There's a remix of that. Oh, on, yeah. on YouTube, there's a remix of Goldblum's laugh, oh, creepy laugh. I mean, it's beautiful. Have you guys heard the, um, I think it's the melodica version of the theme? <laughs> that should be at the end of the beginning of the podcast. Well, here it comes, it goes. I feel like I have like three songs I need to insert into this. It, this is the Here Comes Eagles musical episode. Yeah. I'll find this guy's name. Do we want to go ahead and do grades? Yeah, we probably should. Tyler. Dodgson. <laughs> His name was Dodgson. Dodgson. We've got a Dodgson over here. Dodgson. Dodgson. <laughs> <laughs> also, the opening sequence is fantastic when the guy gets pulled in. Shoot her! <laughs> No, it's 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 the from from Jurassic Park three. They they do it's there's the Alan bit where 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 Alan Grant wakes up and then he wakes up and he realizes Bane is sitting beside him. Alan, I'm going across this plane with no survivors. <laughs> Dino DNA. <laughs> now a prick of blood. Bane, that hurt. Bane, hello, Bane. Bane, hello, Bane. Well, look at you, Bane. Well, this is how evolution works. Cloning, not evolution. Tyler, what is your grade for Jurassic Park? Did I just say it? No. So I think I'm going with A. Okay. Nothing else? Just play. Okay. It's, 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 it, it, I thought it would be a slam dunk A+. Plus, but it... it it's not quite there, but sure. it's still just a great movie. Britain? I'm going A+. Plus. Yeah, I okay. mean, this is just one of those movies that I... Just, there it is. Hmm. There it is. I've been thinking about this for a while. Like, like I'm, I'm somewhere between B+, plus and A-. minus. So an A. would <laughs> be... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards A-. minus. I don't want to regret this one. Okay. Like I've said, the, the only grade I really regret is giving a B plus to the Amazing Spider Man because that was way too high. He's he's called me at like two in the morning saying, like, <laughs> "What was I thinking?" Crying. I did. Just... <laughs> and I can't change it. It's on the score it's sheet. There. It's in pen. It's in pen. It's permanent. We can't go back. We can't go back. I need we to... have to go back. I need to make a new score sheet. This thing's no, no. It's the score sheet. It's yeah, you're, you're, you're not allowed to. This is in the Smithsonian. It's in the contract. There's no point in even doing the numbering anymore. <laughs> None of this matters. I, think I get. I get. What did I give the Wolverine? I think I gave it like an A minus. I went too high on that. 
Yes, you do. That's that's the only one where I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's, I still think it's good. I probably I would I should have given it like a B or B plus. Maybe we were too lenient on Dark of the Moon. We both gave that C's. No, I, I think I was a little overly C minus. Thinking back on it, I'd probably give it a C minus, but I don't think it's. I, I think yeah. it's still the best of all of those. Logan comes out next week. Yep. I'm, I'm hyped. Buckle your seatbelts, kids. At the time that we're recording this, Logan comes out in a week. Yeah. yeah. Not from whenever you're listening to it. Because it'll be the future. How's the movie? Can you tell us? I want to know. Alex, the, the microphone can't talk to you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. From, not, from the, not from the future. Then but the, it can talk to you in the present. They make little, like, frog DNA versions of Here Come the Sequels. and the, They're back! <laughs> <laughs> They're back! Hey, hello! In the future, we're but, all but, made! But, they, but they, they, they only get... All they get, all they get back is it, it, it's the, the gene fragments where we, we, use, we use Bane voices or George Lucas voices. <laughs> or then, Joel Schumacher. And, and then we only talk about Super Buddies or Power Rangers. And that's, and the, the rest of the, the, the knowledge base is gone. We'll have to do another... Um, Buddies movie, but we review it as George Lucas, Bane, and Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Is that what would get you to watch one, Alex? No. <laughs> I just thought the Super Buddies weren't as super as. <laughs> My favorite is Mud Bud. He just does whatever he pleases. I still, I think, it, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> the dialogue is really like crackling. <laughs> Is that why you don't watch animated movies because you don't like kids, Alex? When you watch animated movies, does it remind you of children? You know, I didn't think about it that way. That could be a reason. That could be a deep-rooted psychological issue I've got to deal with. There aren't any kids in Wally. It's it's uh it's stylistically designed to be that way, and uh, I like it. <laughs> there are kids. There's a kid in Grammy the Fireflies, but that's not for kids. So. <laughs> I just got a message on my phone. I'm sorry. Mm, okay, well. <laughs> some juicy gossip over here. It's really not. <laughs> Gave you an opportunity. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be real here. <laughs> we are genuine. You're real. Welcome this to is, the world of the real. <laughs> this is the gritty, realistic uh, version of the podcast. Um, <laughs> we need a grim, dark one where, where it's, it's R-rated and... We're just like I don't even know what you could what could you do for that aside from just cursing? Yeah, I would, for, I, for a podcast. We'll just, we'll one, just of us, really one of us would have to be do a Zack Snyder impression and talking about how cool the whole I thing is. I just think, man, that like, you know, Batman, I think he just shouldn't wear anything. I think <laughs> I think that's how you really get to the character. Are, are we gonna do Lego Batman when it's on DVD and everything? Good. Spoiler alert! It's one of the best Batman movies. Super fun. We really liked it, but yeah. just didn't know if we were planning on doing that one or not. It's um, it's 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 better than than anything that's not a Nolan movie. We're pretty much it's for sure. Pretty delightful, except for the sixties. Yeah, consideration. I think it's about on par with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would probably agree. Um, but in summation, Jurassic Park is phenomenal. <laughs> We got off. We, we got off topic a lot. We were, but Stop talking about it for like half an hour. It's, it's, it's funny how a movie has to be right in the middle range for us to stay on topic. Like it has to be like 
There has yeah. to be enough that we can say good and bad about it. Because That's otherwise, true. if it's too good or if it's too terrible, yeah. we will just spend we're, half the podcast talking about something completely different. We were pretty on top of with Dark Knight, though, and that's amazing. Yeah. We were, that's true. I guess there's just a lot to talk about there. There's yeah. a lot to talk about Jurassic Park, too, but... I think It's, with, it's with, not quite as dense as yeah. Dark Knight. So much, of, much going on. so much of Jurassic Park talking about it just really comes down to it's so cool. Like, that's so yeah. well done, and it's just so delightful, and... I think we'll have a lot more to talk about with the with the sequels because oh, those yeah. those had much more notable problems. And I have a feeling the second one will probably will probably have a lot. The second one and Jurassic World both, I think, yeah, will yeah. have a lot to talk about. Jurassic Park three may turn into another. Yeah, this movie's terrible. Moving on. Yeah, I I remember it very fondly. So do I, but because that, that one's just dumb fun. Yeah, I've I've only I think I've only watched both of those together. Yeah. Once and it was a long time ago, and I have a and but just like I've seen stuff about the the third one. Yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. seen kind of breakdowns of the third one. I'm right. Like, oh, oh, right. The most recently uh, of the sequels, the most recent sequel I've seen, the only sequel I've seen recently is World, yeah. and that was when it came out. So that's right. two years ago. Right. So, yeah. all of these I'm getting to rediscover, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. Except for Jurassic Park, because I know that. I'm not excited for the next two. <laughs> I've only seen the third one once, and I haven't watched the second one all the way through. Yeah. Right. It'll and be fun, man. I remember being horribly bored by three, but I was a kid, so. Yeah. Sure, sure. And you hated dinosaurs, so. <laughs> and your own life as you were a child. I just can't wait to grow up! So a whole bunch of self-loathing. Mm. <laughs> just a very grumpy Alex with a slide whistle. I mean, I'm already a grumpy Alex, just without the slide whistle. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for your birthday! I, I need... You can be a grumpy Alex with a slide whistle. I need, I need the slide whistle, and then I need um, John Hammond's cane yeah. with, with the fossilized uh, mosquito. Yeah. Then my life will be complete. <laughs> Facebook profile picture. I'm just imagining this movie, but just like every five seconds of of work of Hammond's the screen time that Hammond gets, he just whoop, whoop. every time he says, "I spare no expense." <laughs> whoop, whoop. Is that Richard Kiley? We spare no expense. <laughs> Uh, well, right. hooray for Jurassic Park. Well done, dinosaurs, but also bad job, dinosaurs. Why did you do that to us? Yeah. Shooter! Okay, uh, you can find us on Twitter at HCT Sequels. You can find us online at herecomesequels.blogspot.com. You can find us, uh, <laughs> find our email at herecomesequels at gmail.com. I'm laughing because I started saying that and both of you just pulled out your phones immediately. <laughs> just like... We plan this. <laughs> I'm finding something for you that you'll appreciate for okay. the podcast. Okay. Um, but yeah. Fine, I, I planned that, it. That wraps it up. We're talking about Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Is Next it, podcast. Isn't it The Lost World, Jurassic Park? I don't care. Hey, <laughs> this is all about bringing the past to the front. So it's all about, come on. Duality. Time, time is a flat circle. <laughs> Family. Teamwork. Christmas time. Buddies. Jurassic Park buddies where it's just the dogs running around going you're a big dog and then the T-Rex like eats them oh god <laughs> uh, no it's just like Jurassic buddies and it's the dogs wearing horrible dinosaur costumes oh yeah puppers no it's it's it's, it's Jurassic Park but with it's the, the the same plot of Jurassic yeah. Park it's just the movie Jurassic Park but we insert the dogs and the dogs just like eat the dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> It's like the the, the, the tiny one, the consignation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just swarm. I like that. But there's they have the terrible cheesy dialogue the rest of the time. 
It's not. It's not. They're not meant to be scary. It's just like. And they have a breakdance battle with the with the Triceratops. Yes. No, no, they're, they're all eating the dinosaurs, and then you got the one over there with the Jeff Goldblum voice. She's going. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 That's a terrifying mental image. That'll be Bud Blooms. <laughs> We've gone too far. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. See you next week. All right, stay rogue, everybody. Sorry, Sorry about that. that. I did not want my dream to